Hello. Hope everybody's having an amazing day. So um, today I get to share somebody that's very near dear to my heart. During Caretober, um, he is literally um, one of the most funniest, kindest people that I know. Um, he is someone that I met at the start of my entrepreneur journey in 2020, and we have been fast friends ever since. Um, I'm going to cue the intro. I'm going to bring him on, and when you see who it is, you're going to be like, of course, he has to be a part of Care Sober. All right, let's get into it. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground Podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Jimmy! Oh, it, it, it paid it off faster than I thought it would. I was still dancing. <laughs> What's up? Jim! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Caretober. Welcome to Caretober. I'll be your host. My name is Carrie Thomas Amaro. And uh, today joining us, we have uh, Jim Beard. So, Jim Beard, tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> This is it, guys. This is why I love. This is why I love Jim. <laughs> so um, I met Jim. I want to say it was during. Um, so I heard about you and like these this accident O show, mm -hmm. and I was like, clearly all only the cool kids go on the show. You're and like, that's like, weird. I, I need to like, avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, clearly I get it. all cool. the cool kids go on that show, and clearly I'm not a cool kid yet, so I haven't got an invite. Uh, then you got like super cool. I know, and then I got like, like then the like coolest. Like, the coolest got like knighted yeah. on me. It was like, I knight you the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he invited me to one of the shows. It was right during the time of the George Floyd situation, mm -hmm. and we had like this amazing discussion. And it was so beautiful. I really was able to kind of like really see his heart, see like why like he's such an amazing gift to the world. And then from there, like I, the next week, I got to see his humor because I got invited to the first X and O's. And I was like, I can't believe I made it. <laughs> and we've I been amazing fast friends ever since. And we've been fast friends ever since. And the thing is, the thing about Jim that I love the most is that you are just your your light like your light wow. your your joy your happiness um you make me laugh you make me feel like you um you feed into me so much um in terms of just like making me like to sh like here you're the stuff and i'm like oh you think so okay maybe if jim thinks so i can go out into the world and like do the things <laughs> it's, it's just you and my mom that feel like that <laughs> I feel like it's way more people than that. Is that no, that's it. It's just I feel, I feel, I feel like it's more. I definitely My mom's like, your show's so good. You should keep doing it. I'm like, thank you, mom. Thanks, mommy. At least like, so this is what my mom does. I'm like, I'll tell my mom what I'm doing. And then like, she'll talk to people. She was like, so what? Did, Carrie does something. She does some of that she stuff on something. the online. Some of that stuff on the online. I, I don't know. But like, she does something. 
She's she's she figured something out because she's apparently it's paying some of the bills. She's <laughs> gonna survive, so I just leave her be. I just yeah. let her do it, but she's doing something. Like I told her, I was like, "Mom, I'm peeking at this this my first in person stage." She's like, "What about <laughs> about the stuff that I've been talking about for three years, mother?" <laughs> oh, that thing. Oh, that you're still doing that. People want to hear about that. Yes, mom. People want to hear about it. It's, it's Tell your moms. <laughs> parents just don't understand. Will Smith they had it right. They, they don't get. They. I feel like parents are the ones to like. Anytime you feel like you might have something going, they will bring you down a peg Always. to let you know what it is. Always. They're like, don't get too hyped. I remember the first time I told my mom that I had made five thousand dollars from a client. She was like, for what? <laughs> Like she like leaned in super concerned. Like, did you rob them? <laughs> it's like, no, they gave it to me like willingly because I give them more value than I'm asking for. And she's like, for what though? And I go, I think Mom, was... God, My I'm making them a video for a video, a video for yeah, a video, Ma. What? What? That doesn't no. That doesn't sound right, Jimmy. And I go, Ma, the last person I made a video for made $3 million with my video. And she's like, okay. I'm like, all right, I'm coming over this weekend. We'll have dinner. Other than that, I'm, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> I think for me, when I finally, well, I think when my mom kind of finally got it for a second, then she went on this tangent of like telling me everybody that I need to work with because clearly they don't have it together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but but of course it's a reality show. She's like, Carrie, did you see how um she did her stuff? She needed to be calling you because the way that she put that out there was not to get <laughs> yeah, see, like my mom gets it now. Not to get it. She's like, oh well, Jimmy makes videos that make people like gajillion things. And she's like, it's, it's so funny because it's always reality stars. And she's like, Carrie, you need to go contact them. I'm like, you need to talk to Kim Kardashian. She does not have her brand wrapped up like, well. Not together. I don't she's think not she's putting herself out there well. She's probably broke. <laughs> Carrie, she needs you. <laughs> and I'm like, I love thanks, mom, for like those Kardashians are all just broke. She was like, everyone they, knows they, it. They gotta get it together. They gotta get it together. So <laughs> this is the banter of why why I love Jim so much, why I think he is such an amazing person. Um, so thank you so much for coming and saying yes to Caretober. It's Caretober. You got to do literally like I, I kind of feel like um I think next year. I talked. I talked to the people, and they said next year they're gonna just remove October off the calendar, and it'll be September, Caretober, November. As well, it should be. And that's what. And I was like, as well, it should be. And I was like, it. It just took thirty three years, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow burn. <laughs> it was a slow, it was a slow burn. burn. But like, now it's nationwide. Nationwide, you know, Caretober. We're franchising now. So. I know. Like, like the yeah. people say, like. Halloween during Caretober. Like, what are you doing during Caretober this year? And they're like, oh, you know, taking some time. Because yeah. realistically, take, take like, time to look at my brand. Exactly. And I really think, like, if you think about it, Caretober caring about people, I feel like it's a perfect segue into 
November, December, big holiday. So I feel like it's, it's been a necessity for 33 years, but it just took the birth of me to kind of like really like bring it out to the forefront. It's facts. As the kid, hashtag facts, as the kids say. <laughs> it's when they do this. They, yeah, they do that all the time. All the time. When you see them in their natural habitat, they're always doing that. Or what Crazy. is it like? Um, I feel like the new millennials, and well, they're not millennials. What are they at Gen X? I feel like they uh, like yeah. they cut words down, and mm. they'll be like, "Yeah, frills." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> For reals, yeah. Frills. Yeah, I've heard that one. I've heard, uh, for some reason, Treel came back <laughs> <laughs> for like a hot second. I think it's gone again now. Or totes. What is totes? Totes, my ghosts. <laughs> They're like totes. Totally. Totally. How about we, yeah. how about we just eat the whole word? I don't know I what like they were like... is supposed to mean. I think it just rhymes so it's cuter. <laughs> but like you're saying more. You know that, right? You could have just They're said like, totally. Yeah, they're like totes. But it's not as cool. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, Snoop brought us for shizzle. He did. You know? So, I mean, we all have our stupid things. You know, I'm sure mom. that. And the minute my mom said, oh, that's the bomb. I was like, that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, long, long live, you know, the bomb. But today was the day that we laid to rest. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me is when my mom was like, Carrie, what's um what's what's this what's this wobble? All right. The wobble. Done. Yeah. Like yeah. that's done. Let's just go ahead You're and like, let me show you, Ma. And you just like did it right there. I was like, no. I was like, we're gonna we're gonna wrap we're gonna wrap that up. It's so funny, like, so my mom like I have a I have um a niece and two nephews, and my mom which she was not this way when I was a kid. She was like, she was, she became a militant when clearly in the past like couple of years. Um, so literally like she has like my niece and nephews listening to like parliament, Funkadelic. Uh, like, I, I have said life. countless times and you mark my words, <laughs> the day I speak on Funnel Hacking Live stage, I'm coming out to parliament flashlight. <laughs> That is one of my favorite songs of all time. That song gets that me is wide. that is my nephew's favorite song. I love that song. And then that the other song that my song. And we're gonna my go completely dark with flashlights, flashlights, and I'm gonna come out and just be like with flashlights in my hands, and it's like, and then I'm just gonna drop everything, pick up the mic, and be like, "Why is entertainment so important?" And just cut out all the sound, all the lights hit on, everything's done in one second. Just be like, "Why is entertainment so important?" <laughs> Yeah, you watch. That's it's gonna, gonna be it's it. gonna be it's gonna be talked about for minutes after I'm done. <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. People are gonna be like, that was sick. I forgot about it already. It's <laughs> okay, so how did like how did you get into the online space? Uh that was my show. Well, nah. Uh, or what gave you the inkling to want to get into the online space? Your, I always wanted to make it online and I just didn't know what the hell to do. So I was constantly looking up the new shiny thing and trying it. Like I'm a tinkerer. So I always wanted to tinker. Mm. Um, so there. sorry, messaging next meeting. We're good. <laughs> so um, I always like to tinker. So like when, when the little banner ads were first coming out on flip phones, 
was like, oh, I want to try that. I want to sell something. So I went to ClickBank. I found a random product or whatever. I came up with a good hook and it didn't work. So then I tried something else and I tried another hook and it didn't work. And then I just kept trying stuff. And then there was like, um, you know, ClickBank was the big thing at the time. It was like, if you want to make money, you got to use ClickBank. So everything I got was from ClickBank. And I was just like, what about this? What about that? From this direction, that direction. And everyone was like, no, 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 no. And I got no sales. So then I gave up on it for a while and just returned back to my career, as most of us can probably relate to. There's some point in your life where you're like, I should probably bag this. This sucks. <laughs> and so I did. I bagged it. And then I just always had that pull back to this world. And Billy Jean is marketing is what brought me back. Mm. And Billy Jean, that's my guy. Like, I love that dude. He's the one that brought me into like uh, this like advertising world. I started up my own agency doing local chiropractors like everybody else in the world at the time. Um, I swear to God, every if you were a chiropractor at that time, you were just getting beat upside the head yeah. by agencies. I felt kind of bad for him, but also, you know, the money was good. But and we did a good job, by the way. I just really hated making ads. Uh, but I loved his videos. So that's where I gravitated towards always was making video content. And I loved his comedy. His humor was very sarcastic, much like my own. He is very and sarcastic. So I wanted that part of it. It's like, screw the ads. I don't need the ads. I just want to do this part. So I had that in the back of my mind. I'm still going through Billie Jean's stuff. And because there's still a lot of great value in there. And then I got introduced to Russell. And once I got introduced to Russell Brunson, I went way down that rabbit hole. Way deep. That's a deep rabbit hole. That's a whole Mate, deep Yeah, hole. sounds like yeah. My goodness. You're just like, wah. And then they, people don't see you for like a month or two because you're just like, oh, Brunson's got all the answers. And so I went down that. I got all the books. And like was like a, a Westy head, you know. I believe that's like his tribe is the Westy heads. Oh, I and didn't know that. No, it's not. I made that up. But funnel hackers are his people, the funnel <laughs> hackers. So then like COVID organization of the yeah. Westy heads. <laughs> the Westy heads. For all the Westy heads. Because he used to say that when he was little, he had trouble with his uh, R's. So he said Westy. Russell instead of Russell, it was Westy. So I was so, like, oh, Westy heads. I remember when I came into his world, 2019, literally, like, I disappeared, I feel like, for a month as well. I, like, I read all of the books, yeah, and literally, like, like, people... It's possible. People, literally, I was like, because, like, I, like, for me, I was very much corporate, traditional business, like not I, I actually never thought about online mm. like i never like i never thought about it like i never was like i because like all of the businesses that i had before were either brick and mortar or service based or product based and we might have leveraged online but just leveraged it for accessibility not really like not really like growing our community like not really like how we do now so like I didn't even think about it. And I remember when I read the book, I was like, is this what people do? Is this is this is this, is this a secret? Is this a secret? Literally, I was like, is this the secret? That's because right on it. It's a secret. 
this is why they're rich and I'm broke. Now and I, I was like, I was literally like, is it? I was like, is this the thing? I was like, I was like, I'm really smart. Like, I could literally just pay. Like, people can pay me for my brain, and not me having to create a product for it. That was the biggest thing that I got from the secrets books is that it's possible. Yeah, that's all I needed. And then it was, and then I felt like that's all I needed is there's just a if there's even one in a million chance, I'm gonna take it and run with it because I could be that one in a million. And I think, I think too, one of the things that came from it, and you probably, you probably were one of the ones that did it because anybody that disappeared for a month, they came back and said, in every in every conversation, well, you know, Russell says, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, as Russell says, you know, Russell, 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 Russell. And everyone's like, who the hell is this Russell? And I came into the 30 days program. And uh, that's when I met Steve. Steve Larson was the one, someone that resonated more with me than Russell because he was more like, boom, baby, you know, that kind of stuff. He's very high energy. And like, I resonate with that personality type of someone that I feed off energy. So he was giving me so much like I had plenty to run on. And Russell was more like, you know, the the path. And Steve was like the driver, if that makes sense. Um, so the in combo, the tandem of those two got me really heavy into this. And then uh, pandemic hit. And I was like, everyone's locked in their house. They're going to need something to entertain themselves with. I want to be that. And so I knew that to get attention in this new world, you have to have something bizarre. I wanted it to look like a friggin' UFO coming through your timeline. And I think I accomplished that. You did. Because when it comes to your timeline, you're like, what's that? That's exactly what I said when I first saw it. I was like, what is it? Yeah. It is so bizarrely different. And then I was like, well, what can I do to get people's attention to be of value? I want to give value, but I want to be fun and entertaining because I think that entertaining piece is, was very missing mm -hmm. from what people were doing. They didn't think that was important. And now it's critical. You have to be entertaining as well. And But at the time, it was like, why? It's just an extra step. I don't want to have to be that person. You don't have to be that person. You just have to make a frame that's entertaining and enjoy the frame. So that's what I figured I would do is make an enjoyable frame and then just enjoy what I've created. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, game show would be sweet. Wouldn't that be bizarre coming through your damn timeline? That'd be weird. So <laughs> I started going through that and I got the Hollywood squares and I was like, I'm stealing that. And then I kicked out Whoopi Goldberg and I brought in marketers and entrepreneurs and I brought in two contestants that are either in a nine to five and want to become an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur that hasn't broke through. And then there's me in the corner. Not Bradley Cooper. And, <laughs> and that was my format. You know, like, I kind of see the Bradley Cooper resemblance. They, they said it so, so many times that I put it on the show, not Bradley Cooper. Um, but I've gained weight now, so it's more like Sadly Cooper. Um, is what I like to tell people. Like if he just gave up, that's this is what you'd end up with. <laughs> You know, screw it. <laughs> well, you embrace it. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to put it together as quickly as I can and 
put all my family on here and just see if I can do this. Is it possible? So I said, Friday at 5 p.m., you better come on because it's going to get nutty. And it did. Everything blew up. Everything went crazy. Big videos, little videos, all sorts of nuts stuff. Every time people left, we had to do an OBS. <laughs> You're like, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> So I get done with that first show and I'm just like, what have I done? I, I cast that live to everyone that's ever met me. They're, that's it. I'm just going to get all these unfriend requests, like all at once. And that, that's it. My, you know, my social life is gone. And I'm sitting there in flop, flop sweat and just like, what have I done? And my phone starts vibrating like crazy off my damn table. <laughs> And I'm used to at this point getting maybe like one or two messages a week and usually from family or friends that are like, hey, we don't see you anymore. I'm like, oh, it's because of Russell. And so <laughs> I'm busy this night, though, I had almost 30 messages from people that watched the show. And they're like, that was insane. And it was the most fun that I've had since COVID started. Don't ever stop. And there's just more messages like this. Like, that was awesome. Keep going. Please do this more. Oh, my God. Can I be on the next one? So I'm like, okay, pull up your britches, Jim, and fix the things that you know how to fix. And screw it. Let's reach out to a name, a big name in the ClickFunnels space, because that's where I was focused, Rusty Bunsen. So I had already paid for a call with uh, Marley Jacks probably a month prior. And she it was a coaching call. And so I was like, I'm going to ask Marley, screw it. What's she going to say? No, sweet. I can, I can deal with that. She probably wouldn't respond. And so I messaged her and I was like, hey, so I got this squirrely ass show uh, that I put together for only marketers and entrepreneurs. And I think you'd be an amazing fit. And she goes, she responded back almost immediately. And she's like, oh my God, it sounds like so much fun. A game show live on Facebook? I was like, yeah. Yes, definitely. That, that's what it is. <laughs> and she's like, can you send me an example? So I sent her the absolute dumpster fire that was episode, episode one. And she's like, this is insane. And I'm in. I'm like, what? So she goes, only uh, the catch is, can I bring a friend? I'm like, yeah, you can bring your whole damn family for all I care. I don't care who you bring. You're Marley Jacks. So she ended up bringing another big name in the space. And so now I got two big names and what do I do? I go up to everybody else and I go, these two huge names are coming on the show. Are you? And I filled the show within two hours, which every show had 12 people, including me, which is a logistical nightmare. <laughs> every single week I did this. Ugh. Um, and it was a lot. So you only had to get 11 people because you already had a, uh, you had a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, I had me. Well, me, I was like, oh, well, yeah, you too. That was before. That was before you came in. Before I came, at least you had a guarantee. That was before you came in. So I have them come on, and the show is still a, a complete dumpster fire. Everything went crazy again. You know, like some people ended up being the host. I ended up being a contestant. Like it was crazy. Uh, but everyone had a ton of fun. Yeah, it was super. Fun. So I was like, you know what? It may be a dumpster fire. But people enjoy this dumpster fire, <laughs> so I'm going to keep making it. And I kept improving little bits, little bits, little bits. And then you came into my world, and then it was like, yeah, you only have to get 11 because Carrie's going to come in and dominate and be awesome. And, and always, uh, it always tricked them. 
Because I was, always, I was really great. Did you trick more people than I think anybody else? Because I used to be like, well, actually, unless like, you started giggling, unless you started giggling first. <laughs> yeah. If you started before you said a word and you were already giggling, they knew you were lying right off the get. Like the next words that came out of your mouth, total lie. It was but so usually funny. you kept it together. I would be like, yeah. So it's so funny you said that because I actually was having a conversation with one of my friends about this actual same topic. And the answer is, and like, they're like, well, shoot, she had a conversation. <laughs> I was like, no conversation. You always had really great context for your I always had the context to go around. Yeah, you always had like great reasoning. You're like, because of this life experience and this. And then when the one time I met this one person, I know the answers and they'd be like whoa that's like really well researched yeah you're definitely telling the truth and you're like ah. <laughs> nope. but this is what brought me into the lens of people giving a crap about me it's like i brought together this like meeting place for fun for specifically entrepreneurs and marketers and because of that i started getting noticed People that I never thought in my entire existence would ever think I lived, was alive on this earth. I now had their phone number. We had a friendship, which before COVID, I didn't think was possible. Now I know it's possible and I've done it to where I have real friends, yourself included, to where I have real friends that otherwise before COVID probably wouldn't have gone as close as we've gotten. But COVID kind of forced things along, progressed it even faster than it already was. Like, so I'd say we jumped ahead 10 years and three as far as going online, so to speak. I always say that too. Yeah. So now, yes, the answer is yes. You can make genuine, heartfelt relationships online. And that's what I've done. And I've done it with people that are at the highest level of their game in ClickFunnels, now even outside of ClickFunnels. Um I went to FHL and traffic and conversions and I get to meet these zoom window people. They all came to life and uh, they supported me huge. Every time they get in a new circle, they're like, you got to meet Jim. He does killer videos and y'all absolutely blow up your business. Go talk to him. Wow. Awesome. And they're introducing me to people that are, you know, really high tier people that could use my business and can afford it. So it was incredible seeing that side of it because I never, I never expected that side. I always just wanted to meet a friend. I just wanted to make a friend. And I think that's the reason that I have been so successful is because I never went into it for a transaction. I went into it genuinely, you know, like this is a lonely game we're playing here, folks. Entrepreneurship can be really lonely and you could be surrounded in a crowd of people, but they don't get it. Can be very lonely so i was reaching out to people that understood my situation understood my journey and understood what i was going through and you know when you go to fhl that's what it is you're surrounded by everyone that's like oh you ran ads and that didn't work out yeah your retargeting is a real pain in the butt i can't say that to my mom she'd be like are you you know i don't speak spanish what are you talking about <laughs> like she doesn't get it but all these people get it and it's just wonderful. Now I can have that online too. And that's what it really taught me. And it, it just put me on the map in a big way and it really fast. And it was something that was so unexpected. Um, 
from something that I essentially came up with in a fever dream. <laughs> X's and O's. <laughs> so are you bringing X's and O's back? I need help. I need help to run that show because it really ran me ragged, but I want to. So it has always been at the number one priority to bring back. It just, it takes an incredible amount of time, effort to do a good job. I don't want to bring it back if it's just going to be like not a priority in my life because I feel like then that's not serving anybody. So once I get the team members I need, then yes, it's coming back because I love that show. I adore that show. And I get messages on a weekly basis. When the hell are you coming back with X's and O's, you turd? They call me a turd. They call me me. <laughs> And I'm like, there's no need for name calling. And they're like, just get your act together. Okay. We're fiending. Okay. Aggressive. <laughs> you know what you should do next? We should do entrepreneur's um, feud. So make it like, instead of X and O's, do it like entrepreneur. Oh. Welcome feud. to the feud. <laughs> <laughs> Do I see Caretober? <laughs> I, I think that would be so. <laughs> I think that would be so good, though. That I think that would be actually more fun. It could be fun. It could be good. And there's so many possibilities. The thing is, is now that I've done that, I realize that I can literally recreate any TV show that you've seen. Um, all of it's possible now, as to where just. Four years ago, five years ago, it wasn't. Now it is. You can recreate anything to the highest equality in your Facebook live feed using a small subset of tools. It's crazy. It's amazing how far we've come in such a short period of time. I mean, look at just Zoom. Zoom has come a leaps and bounds because they didn't have a choice. The market was like, you better get your stuff together quick because we're using this whether you like it or not. Same thing with like StreamYard. I feel like StreamYard is, has kept has been has kept updating. Mm -hmm. um, it has to. The market so, demand. My last question: mm -hmm. um, Have you ever had fears around visibility? If so, how have you gotten over them? Tremendous fears around visibility. Uh, when I first started my show, I was terrified. Absolutely terrified of being on camera, being judged. All the things that we go through, right? All that crap in our head that's not true. We find out it's just not true. But we're raised to think, you know, this is a fear. You know, people fear public speaking more than death. <laughs> so, like, thinking, like, oh, there could be 50, even 50 people watching me. is like, oh, that's a lot. That's like a weight on my chest. But what I did that I didn't realize I did uh, is I brought on 11 other people to prop me up when I wasn't quite there. So their energy brought me up. So if I wasn't feeling or I wasn't feeling confident in myself or whatever it may be, I would just get into the show and enjoy my frame that I created and I'd immediately be sucked into it and I'd have fun. But I had to allow myself to have fun and allow myself to play. The power of play is really important. It's something I really have honed in on as I grow is allowing yourself to play and to fail because both of those lead to amazing things 
I love that so much. Okay, so um, where can people find you? Absolutely. So we got the Visibility Hacking Facebook group. And of course, you can always engage with me on our live shows on my profile. So just at uh, Jim Beard. And I, I have my effing do it shirt underneath my jacket. Oh. But it says fucking do it. Because, you know, it. internet. Fucking <laughs> do it. Answer. Well, Jim, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for spending part of um, Caretober with me. Um, and I'm just super excited to know you and have you in my life. I adore you in every single possible way. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to um, stay by to Jim. I'm going to close out the recording, and we will see you guys for another um, amazing episode of Caretober. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.